Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is Episode 9, the second chapter of the Alchemist's Tower story arc. Thank you for tagging along with us on the next part of our adventure. The world of Numerita is large, and the many pennies aren't the only heroes trying to save it. If you are running a tabletop game with your friends, and you want to use our world to play in, check out the world guide on our website at adventureinc.podbean.com. Use our campaign setting to tell stories of your own, and tell us all about them. Events from your stories may show up as part of ours in a big collaborative story experience. If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page for updates on everything Adventure Incorporated. Or talk with me and the many pennies directly. Don't forget to head over to iTunes and drop us a review. Special thanks to Spanish Project Maker for the five-star review. It is free and doesn't take much time, but it means a ton to us, so thank you so much for that. Also, tell your friends. We don't advertise the show anywhere, but a little word of mouth goes a long way. Tell anyone you think would be interested in the show. I am so excited for where the story is headed and interesting stuff awaits the many pennies in The Alchemist's Tower. So let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I'm a merchant, but you look the type, so if you're going that way, I have a request. Up the road here at Tanner Hill, the townsfolk gave me this contract to bring down to Maghamara, and they paid me to do so. I'd be willing to split it if you take it for me, as it's a couple days out of my way. There's an alchemist in the town of Tanner Hill, just north of here, who was kidnapped by goblins and is being held captive in his tower. Should we just go take care of this one before they find out that we fucked up the last one? Does this have to be certified? Like, like I don't know how this works. It shouldn't matter. There is a fellow being in need. So you guys travel past the center of town to the uh, onto the outskirts, and at the base of the tower, you see a bunch of, you know, from from the distance that you're at, uh, you can see a bunch of small creatures milling about outside the entrance, and a couple of larger hairy ones. Uh, although they do not look like gnolls. So yeah. There like any slits of um, like window slits or anything? There sure are. Fortified it is. Um, I'm going to turn to an owl and gather, look through these windows. So let's see what I can gather. Poof! You're an owl. Okay. <clears throat> freak out, Jemina. Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. I say as an owl. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't think you can. I think you just went. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventures facing grave dangers. Keth, the half-orc fighter. Been doing the bounty hunter thing for a little while, and honestly, just trying to make up for things in my past, as uh, everyone knows. I've been trying to protect all life against all costs. I didn't. All costs. I just meant to. Kind of my thing. Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. And the only people I still don't fully know is this dwarf and this lizard woman. That's, I mean, rude. <laughs> <laughs> have I, have I once referred to you as hyena man? Yes. Well, okay. Play the track. <laughs> Geppetto, the gnome rogue. Isn't Oleander responsible for nature itself? 
It depends on who you ask. Well, I guess I'm asking you. <laughs> Gillick, the dwarf paladin. I believe, I believe that the throne has been cursed. A deal was made, oh. yes. And that the rightful heir is not on the throne right now. It's not good. Asher, the half-elf druid. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. I say as an owl. I don't think you can. I think you just went, hoo-hoo. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. So, so first he turns into an owl, and then as though it's not enough, he brags about it to us in owlish. <laughs> it is pretty cool, though. You've got to admit, I like the owl better than I like the hyena. No, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm imagining Jebedo being like, hmm. Asher, what do you think we should... Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah. No, as you turn into an owl, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use message, and I'm going to point at the owl, and I'm going to whisper, I can't believe you did that. And, like, <laughs> only he can hear me, because that's how message works. <laughs> Great. Okay. I, I um, survey through the windows, see what I can see. Okay, yeah. So you flap over the towers, and you look through the windows. Um, it looks like on the... Uh, all right, where, which floor do you want to start on? Uh, top and then go down. Probably. Okay. At the very top, you look in through the little windows and you see uh, a robed hooded figure strapped to a chair uh, with two knolls guarding him. Ugh. Okay. Hmm. Um, this, is, this is, how many floors is this? Three? Five. Five? 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 <gasps> I was going to say, like, just burst in the window and jump out. That would kill us. Um, <laughs> I don't have slow fall. Oh, well. Um, the the windows okay. are narrow, too. You weren't going to be able to fly in there as an owl. You're too small. Or too large, rather. Too big. Okay. I'm trying to say I'm fat. I, you, you, could use, you could stand to lose a few owl very, pounds. <laughs> um, what's on the fat next floor? Like, just uh, get, give me a general consensus, because I'm just kind of looping around the next floor down you see a bunch of knolls and they seem to have these strange swirling colors around them which you've also noticed on the goblins at the base of the tower do i recognize that at all no it seems like some sort of strange energy emanating from them oh goodness and that seems to be a pattern with the other couple of floors yeah, the knolls did not appear on the fifth floor to have that, but the, the ones on the ground do. On the third floor, you see goblins who also have that same swirling color, and they begin firing arrows out the slits at you. So, uh, what's your AC as an owl? Uh, I don't freaking know. Um, probably not a lot. <laughs> they miss anyway. You're fine. Um, I fly down. On the second floor, you see... Um, a bunch of orbs. There's no creatures in there. Just these strange glass orbs on pedestals. What? Okay. And the last, and then I you can't, can't the you yeah, can't yeah. see into the first floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I relay all of that info to um, them. Okay. Thanks, Asher. You're welcome. These are the things that I saw. So you got gnolls and goblins. Also, you notice the two things, the three things the down orbs. at the at the base were uh, bugbears. Yeah. Ooh, what's a bugbear? It's like a giant goblin. Oh. I don't like the sound of that. Like a giant furry goblin. Yeah, I also saw some updog. 
<laughs> Shut up. What? What's up, dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. What is one? <laughs> um. Go ahead, Kat. Right. Did you happen to see any uh, broken windows or any places we can get in there without them noticing? Um, I did not. I don't think so. I was right. No, no, no sneak in places. It's the, pretty much the, just his front door. I mean, the window slits are too small for even, uh, you know, the skinny owl form. So there's two bugbears at the front, but nothing on the back side, right? Um, sure. Yeah. So what if we just kind of come around the back of it and then at least we can catch them off guard a little bit? Isn't there only one door, Anthony? There's only one door and they are like... You could try that. You'd have to go really far out of the way. Hmm. Because it's sort of an open area that this tower is in. How long do we have before it gets dark? Uh, I mean... Less time, less time to get around the back of the tower than before it gets dark. It gets, it's like still midday or pretty early in the day, even. Okay. Like maybe eleven o'clock. Hmm. If that were, if that's how time works. The classic adventurer question: What time is it? <laughs> I could, I could, I could actually use druidcraft to probably figure that out. Well, now, now you know. I, I do that. What time is it? It's like 11 o'clock. <laughs> I don't know if that actually worked. It well, did. it did now. Yep, it just did. Hey, guys, what do you think? What if I um, tell them a joke and then they'll <laughs> laugh so hard that they'll forget they're guarding this tower? I stare at her blankly. <laughs> Like, I know that Viltroth didn't find my joke funny, but I did. And I think Gob... Well, no, I can't speak Goblin. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you like slapstick? I could do that. I can make a banana. I can use Gillick <laughs> as, like, a prop. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of prop? Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, Gillick. I was just making sure you were still paying attention. <laughs> no, I am. I'm just c- contemplating the divine court. <laughs> so how how far away is the tower from where we are? Uh, probably about 300 yards. 300 yards, Jesus. So it's like where we are and then fucking a clear plane up to yeah. the front of... The tower looks like it was probably originally built to defend the town, which is sort of up our, like, protected on a hill. But this open area was sort of a vulnerability to the town. So the tower was built as a guard tower to see threats coming so they could signal the town. Uh, I mean, I don't see why. Let's just... Uh, yeah, know. no, let's just do it. I agree with Asher. Whoa. Let's just kick uh, the door down. Uh, I mean... We could take a rest and wait until I don't know nighttime. What what, what time is it? It would be like it's, hours. It's like eleven hours o'clock. Hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it like isn't even like we haven't even eaten lunch hours. yet. No, we should have lunch. <laughs> 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 
take a lunch break. All right. It's a, it's a very long lunch. Very, very long lunch. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have been given the contract Talk if ladies. we couldn't handle this. <laughs> Let's do it. And with that, I start walking toward the tower. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I quickly follow behind him. <laughs> I'm still hey, wait, wearing wait, wait, the, wait. the goggles from before. Hold on, I have an idea. Um, oh, I have an idea. So, can you, you can do some minor cantrip stuff, right? You can sort of ch change a little bit, or no? Me? Yes, you. Definitely. Yeah, I can do minor illusions. So you could, you possibly, like, like make a minor illusion of an orc? Or is that, like, too much? No, it, so it's like a, a sound or an image of an object. I mean, I guess I could... Because I was going to say, like, we can, like, we can ding-dong ditch them. And then, like, convincingly, like, get them to open the door. I can only do it within 30 feet. So, oh, I could sneak up to the back of the tower. And then create an orc, like, 30 feet in front of me, maybe. And, like, kind of walk around it. So that, like, it's still 30 feet away from me when it interacts yeah. with the bugbears. But you can't make a sound and an image at the same time. Oh, right. Never mind. Well, I could well, speak could... Orc. Yeah. I yeah. can't throw my voice though, so it will be very confusing. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, but if I just like am making a like a threatening looking thing, right? We could do okay. this. Uh, Asher saw six goblins and three bugbears outside. One of them speak orc too. Wait, never mind. Outside? Yes. Oh boy! I see them right right now. Yeah, that's when you flew over there. That was what was on the ground. Were six goblins and three uh, and three bugbears. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so what if we do this? What if we all get on the back side of the tower, right? Okay. And then I turn into, or I use the the minor illusion to cast like the the image of an orc, and I get them to chase that orc around the back of the building while we run around the other side and get in. We could do okay. that, That's but then the... if we go inside and start uh -huh. killing things, gonna get... they're going to hear that, and we're going to be yeah. pinned in. Yeah, we should probably just kind of take them out systematically, probably. I like where you're coming from. Thanks, because my voice changed for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> I think better I when I get rid of my I understand. We all get frogs accent. in our throats sometimes. You know, modulating your voice to a character voice is good. If the accent disappears, that happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were thinking, we were, we were planning, it's alright. Uh, alright, so what are you guys doing? Hit me. I can't. No, I, tell, me, tell me your plan, what are you doing? I think we're just going to charge it and fight him. Yeah, I, I mean. The only other thing I can think of is I could use Druidcraft to make, like, a skunk smell, but then they'll be like, ugh. They'll hear, fighting. they'll hear us fighting, and then they'll do the same thing as this, like, orc clan. Too. I wonder if so skunk smells bother goblins. Plus, if you... Then you have to fight in a skunk smell. Yeah, well, I can dispel it whenever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, like so you guys are just charging gadget. forward? Well, I think... I, I still want to come from behind. So, like, <laughs> if we start... Yeah, I see what you did there. Ladies... <laughs> you're gonna have to make checks to make sure they don't see you while you travel to because it's a wide plane that was the whole point of the tower and who's who's good at sneaking uh, so because i'm not i they won't hear me coming the, from behind 
<laughs> it's yeah, like but the middle of, no, it's the middle that. of the day. It's not going to be easy. Right. And splitting the party always works. Always. So maybe <laughs> maybe we just go. Okay, let's just go. Yep, let's do it. All right. So you guys start running 300 yards. You're doing the 300-yard <laughs> dash. <laughs> what if we just walk? Why do we have to run? That's fine. That's you walk. That's fine. I power walk. <clears throat> but like, guys... I want to walk like we're um, like we're we don't know what's going on. Like, let's walk like we're just going to visit the the alchemist. That's what I'm going to use minor illusion <laughs> to do. I'm, I minor illusion myself to be like a tour guide. Okay. Like I've got a visor <laughs> on now as my hat, and I've got actually I've got the uh, the contract up and open, and I'm kind of pointing, pretending I'm reading off the. The like contract map. like a map, yeah. Okay. As you guys approach the tower, um, once it's clear that you've crossed sort of out of town and into that open space, the goblins and the bugbear turn around and head inside the tower and shut the door behind them. Oh. That's okay. That's not what I was expecting. No, this is fine. It's a wooden door. We can burn it down. Okay. Great. You want yeah, me to th- breathe on it? So we keep... We- I say we, like, Gebetto keeps walking and talking about, and so as you can see here, you know, this open space was used to um, kind of alert the town. You know, that's why the tower is here. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a question, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can go see if if the alchemist is home. That's fine. As you guys get close to the tower itself and are within, like, 100 feet, um, you can see on the third floor, they start shooting arrows out the window down towards you. Oh. Uh, we're just here to, to visit. An arrow flies down and lands on the ground near your feet. Um, so we, I'm going to press myself up against the tower. Okay. So you're, you run up so the I'm tower and press of, yourself against it. Yep. Out of range of arrows. Arrows are still raining down. Uh, I'm going to raise my shoes um, towards the tower. Hey, guys. Hey, guys, come over here Same. towards this tower. Yep. Okay. So everybody pushes himself up against the tower. Does anybody not? Nope. No, I Good. do. All right, great. Um, so you guys are all pushed up against the tower. The arrows, they don't stop. They still just shoot arrows down at the ground. Right. But you guys are not in danger of getting hit by them. Right. Sure. Let's kick in the door. He's, he's yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and... Keth. Take a look at the door first before Keth kicks it open, because I want to check it for traps. Mm. Yeah, me too. You find no traps on the door. All right, I am going to. It is a heavy. It's a heavy wooden door. Um, and it and it uh, it feels like it's been latched when you try to push it open. Can you pick it? No, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and try and use the thieves' tools to like. Flip the latch, like like the the credit card trick, you know. Okay. Um, what's your thieves? Oh, you're proficient with thieves' tools, right? Yes. What's your sleight of hand? S- plus seven. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you um, you do manage to mm-hmm. to trick the latch. <laughs> um, and as you're sliding it up, you also realize there's a bar across. But oh. the latch is done, so that there it was both. Uh, guys I'm just I don't know if I'm strong enough to flip this next one Um, what if 
And then as I'm saying what if, I run out to grab one of the arrows out of the ground and then run back to the door because I'm going to try okay. and use that as like a bigger lever. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something that you could lever open from from this side because, you know, it's like a, a bar across. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Yeah, I'm pegs. trying to stick the stick the arrow in and then like lift the bar with the arrow. Yeah, that doesn't that, that you're not going to get more leverage with the arrow. Because the I mean, bar's not the bar doesn't lift, right? It slides. It's like a bolt, more like a bolt. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm I mean, fun. it's not like the thickest timber you've ever seen. It seems like it's probably like, you know, you put some force on it, you could get through. But they were hoping the latch would hold too. Help. Yeah, burn the door. It's wood. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's a it's a stone tower. It's not a wooden tower. I mean, it, it is a stone tower. Yes. <laughs> Help. Gebetto knocks on the door. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. Um, you hear some shuffling behind the door. It's just what? us, I say. It's justice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no response to the door knocking. Absolutely. Oh. I use uh, minor illusion to say... To, I, I knock on the door again and then use minor illusion to say really gruffly, guys, it's okay, we got him. Also in No common. response. <laughs> Man, I thought those guys might be dumber huh. than that. Okay. I'm all out of ideas. And I look at all the strong people. <laughs> let's, use, let's use the dwarf as a battering ram. <laughs> Why do I keep getting turned into a prop? <laughs> For Vervillian's sake, just kick the door open, Kath. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna try kick the door open. What's your strength modifier? I assist. It's a plus five. That work in this edition. <laughs> plus five. You paint a yeah. target okay. on the door. You you sort of step back and like strengthen like you know prepare yourself. You charge forward with your foot. You slam it in, and the you hear like a loud crack. The door's not open yet, but you definitely did some damage. Kick it again. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. All right, a second kick. You you pull back. You slam into the doors, and they just swing open. Splintered wood spraying into the room. All right. All right. Yay. As soon as the as soon as the door opens, um, I'm gonna blow poison spray into the room, like a. Do you have poison spray? Oh, the spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you will get your surprise poison spray, and then everyone will roll initiative. Cool. So go ahead and do your poison spray. It's a ten foot area or a ten foot range spell. Um, in it has a Constitution save. Okay. So whatever one monster is within 10 feet of the door would be hit. Yep. And so it gets to save against that, and then I roll a d12 for damage. All right. What's the save? 13. Okay. Uh, Roll damage. Two. (laughs) And that's it? Just two? Yeah, dick. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you spray two points of poison damage onto one of the bugbears. Who goes, who goes, raw? Roll initiative. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, gosh. <laughs> got 16. I also got 16. Wait, I lost it. I got 15. 
<laughs> no. Uh, oh, I got it. Fifteen. Oh, plus one. Sixteen. <laughs> you just told me that. Okay, Keth, what's your plus to dexterity? Plus two. Keth, you're up first. All right. Swing in a redeemer. Fourteen. Okay, you know yeah. I'm gonna so try and talk to it first. <laughs> Let me describe it to you. You guys have kicked down the doors. A spray of acid has gone into the room. Standing on the other side of the door were three bugbears. Behind them are the six goblins. Now, each goblin is sort of radiating with a different colored energy. Weird. Okay. You've, got, you've got like a red. You've got like a blue. You've got like a green. You've got like a purple. Salmon. Like a white. And then... You said six goblins, Rainbow not six goblins. Gnolls. Correct, goblins. Okay. And then like a light blue on the last one. Maybe it's their souls. Go ahead, Kath. <laughs> All right, a 12 to hit. All righty, so you charge into the room and face the middle bugbear. 12 will not do it, though. You just charge up, you swing your sword, it misses. Ready? Second redeemer, 13. Okay, also a miss. So let's go to Genevera. Okay, I look at the meanest looking bugbear. Okay. And I say, hey, bugbear. What do you call a bugbear with a broken leg? Okay. <laughs> I hope the joke is you. <laughs> a hoblin goblin. Jeez. Oh, oh, and I April. throw Tasha's hideous laughter at him. And so he has <laughs> So he has to make a saving throw. Okay. What kind of saving throw? A wisdom saving throw. What number is he trying to beat? Charisma for her. Oh, oh, right. 13. 13. Okay. He just bursts out laughing. Yes. Oh, yes. What else does it do? Um, He is is incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. So at the end of each of its turns, um, and each time it takes damage, the target could make another wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. Okay. So he's he's on his back laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah. So that's just for everyone's edification. That's the bugbear to the left of the door. Perfect. Go ahead, uh, Gillick. All right. The center bugbear bug has been yep. injured slightly, and Keth has stepped up to it. There's a bugbear on the left laughing, laughing his ass off, and a bugbear on the right. I'll take the uh, the bugbear that Keth is also swinging at, so I'll we'll gang gang swing at him. Okay. I got a twenty-two. That'll hit. Hell yeah! Yay! Swing. Eight damage. Alrighty, eight damage. All right. Yep. You smash the hammer down onto him, and he uh, sort of reels back a little bit. Uh, he's still looking pretty healthy. Oh. Go ahead. Gibetto. Gibetto pulls out my swishy and he runs over to the laughing one. Well, let me clarify. If someone is incapacitated and uh, and mm-hmm. unable to stand up, would I get sneak attack damage on them? You would. You'd currently get sneak attack on all three of them, though, because they're within five feet of an ally. Okay. Um, and would that be giving me advantage on my attack if he's rolling around laughing? You would get advantage on the attack on the one on the ground, yes. Okay, perfect. Then that's the one that I want to swing at. Oops. 
So yeah, I'm going to run over and try and find a soft soft part to sink my blade into. Roll for it. Uh, 13 on the first, and oh, nat 20. Yes! Boom! Mm. All right, so, well, then that means max damage, uh, including your sneak attack. Okay, so uh, 23 damage. Oh. All right, yeah, so you run over to him, and you just sink your blade right into his throat. He's, like, now coughing and sputtering while he tries to laugh. Uh, oh, really oh, oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that's and it's terrifying. Yeah, but oh, he does not stop laughing. Oh. The joke well, is so least... funny. It was like a funny joke. Dead, it was a funny joke. Laughing because the spell was existing. He's very, very hurt. Uh, and he, but he's still alive, and he is laughing and glugging. Oh man, what a sick. Oh. Oh, no, I don't like that noise. Uh, Okay. Well, I like real laughter. I don't like gargly blood laughter. All right. So the bugbear in front of Keth and Gillick attacks Gillick. Yay. Uh, Gillick, he misses you. Yes. Just barely. Like he swings forward with his uh, morning star and he just barely misses you. Uh, it swings right right through, like right across your armor. Um, Took some pain off. Sure. The other one steps forward and attacks Keth, but in doing so triggers Gillick's disadvantage thing. Oh, sweet. Get an attack of opportunity. No, uh, he has disadvantage. No. Oh, I got the shield, the shield, the shield pack. Yep. And with that disadvantage, uh, yeah, you, uh, Gillick sort of steps in front of Kath and bats it away. Nice. Okay. Uh, the other bugbear tries to stop laughing. He doesn't. Oh, yay. So funny. <laughs> Asher, go ahead. Um, I'm going to, I guess, I'll, how many people, how many things are in this room? There are nine things in the room. Oh, it is time to give a big old whirl of my new ability. Or should I just thunder away from Um If I remember correctly, this is where there's the most things, right? Uh, when I, when I uh, survey Oh, yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah. This room has the most things for sure. Okay, I'm going to use Thunder Wave then um, on, I guess, as many things as possible. Um, how, how big's the Thunder Wave? It is. Let me look it up real quick. Sorry. Um, thunder wave, fifteen foot cube, which we have determined is four hundred <laughs> liters. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say you could hit all the bugbears and like half the goblins. Okay. Am I well? Am I gonna like hit uh, my friends too, or? Uh, not if you step up to the line. Okay, I step up to the line and I go. I just take my hands and clap them together to do a big old thunder wave. Okay. Um, um, saving throw of... 13, I guess? It, it, yeah, it's 8 plus 2 plus whatever my spell is, right? Yeah. Oh, 8 plus 2. Oh, 8 plus proficiency plus 3, so 13. And actually, you hit... I this as an owl. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
You do hit all the goblins. So Baller. here's what happens. Uh, you deal damage to the one injured bugbear that's not on the ground. Uh, and you deal go- damage to the three goblins on the right of the rump. So basically when you slapped, that's sort of where the arc went. And those are the ones you hit. The others were able to resist it. Wonderful. So, uh, so how much damage? 2d8. Do you want to roll it or do you want me to roll it? No, you can roll damage. Woo, balling. Balling. So that would be one. Jesus. Plus um, <laughs> eight. Not, um, I don't know if I don't think I added anything. So nine damage. And I think... Okay. Saved is, on fail save, creature takes 2d8 damage. Successful, they take half. So oh. they take four or nine. And if they fail, they also get pushed ten feet back. If they... Okay. Um, so all the goblins go, Whoa! <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter with the goblins that you hit because uh, they all just get blasted with the, the damage and smacked against the wall and die. Um, so you just killed three of the goblins. You killed the green one, the light blue one, and the white one. Okay, added to the kill list. Three goblins. Period. Continue. <laughs> So the bugbear takes his damage and flies back into where the goblins were. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two also take damage, and it's enough to kill the one on the ground. Who gurgles oh, his lap. last gurgle. <laughs> one bugbear. Wow, my kill list is getting When that happens, Gebetto looks at Kath and it's like, why do we give him a magic weapon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you're... Um, just FYI, that magic weapon does uh, the plus one that it gives to hit counts for your spells also. Shut for for everyone so who casts spells. My, does that add to my concept? So is that a focus? Can I use it as a focus? Wait, what? Yes. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. What does that mean? That means Genevera, like when you cast a spell to hit, mm-hmm. uh, you get the plus one from the weapon. But yeah, so because you're actually casting your spells through your weapon. Right. Yeah. Naturally. Obviously. <laughs> uh, so now it's the goblins' turn. <clears throat> and they all pick up their bows. They have short bows. They start making fire. And the first one makes the fire at Asher. Uh, Asher, it misses. Woo. The next yes. one... Shoots an arrow. Hey, uh, shoots an arrow at Keth. That's also a miss. Nice. And another one shoots an arrow at Gillick. Also a miss. They are bad. <laughs> bad at games. Um, bad at games. Go, go ahead, Keth. All right, gonna roll a red, or swing a redeemer for a fifteen. Alrighty, that's a hit. Nice. That's our battle All music. Right, gonna roll for damage and. Is an eleven. Eleven yeah. damage on the bugbear in front of you. Damn, All right. Okay, yeah. So you take you, you take your blade and you just slice across the bugbear. Uh, oh wait, so the bugbear got blown back. So this is the other bugbear, the one to your right, and that's fine. Uh, make your second attack. Second attack, a thirteen. Uh, that will not hit. So you take your first blade, you swing it across, you slice deep into him, and you take the second blade, but he stops it uh, with his weapon and pushes it aside. He's got a morning star, so he, like, knocks it away. Uh, Go ahead, Genevera. Okay. 
So you've got three um, goblins in the back of the room. You've got a bugbear mm-hmm. that was knocked against the back of the room as well. And then a bugbear in front of the group. Great. I'm going to take the bugbear um, in front, use my crossbow, and shoot him. Okay. And... Oh, that's a two. That's a miss. Yeah. Alrighty, Gillick. Um, I will... The bugbear that is still in front of us, right? There's still a the center bugbear? Yep. Okay, yeah, I'll swing at him. Stop. Hammer time. That's right. Go ahead. Uh, 19. That's a hit. Sweet. Damn. Swing. Uh, three damage. Gillick was on fire with hitting today, at least. Uh, yeah. Three so damage you had- with your pluses? Like, with plus three? I rolled, I rolled a one. Oh my god, I'm sorry. That's okay. And I, I have a plus two strength, I'm not super strong. My deep condolences. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For your weaknesses as a dwarf. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you uh, swing forward with the with the hammer. Mm-hmm. You do sort of crack him in the shoulder, but he just shrugs it off. Uh, take that, rotator cuff. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna hurt in the morning. When your hammer hits the bugbear, it makes like a boink sound because that's clearly the amount of damage you're able to deal with. Jibeto, <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. All right. Um, so we've got two bugbears left. Yep. Only one of them has a guy within five feet of it, though. Correct. Sweet. I'm gonna run up on the like. I want to stay around the outside of the the room. Okay. So that I'm not going to get mauled on here. Um, sure. You're close to the staircase leading uh, that sort of spirals around the tower leading up to the next floor. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to go ahead and give him a poke. Poke him up. And that is a 20-something to hit. <clears throat> Very scientific. Well, uh, I rolled an 18, and then I add 6 to it, so math. Uh, 24. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> Jerk. Um, and then let's see. That does uh, five, six, seven, eight. And then another five. Eight and five is 13. That's enough. Yeah, you stab him right in the back and he just slumps forward. Sweet. All in. Alrighty, next up, the bugbear charges from the back of the room. He puts himself between you guys and the goblins, uh, which puts him square with Keth. Gillick, you're sort of off to the side from him, and Jibeto, you're pretty far away. Uh, Asher, you're actually also like squared up with him, basically. I ain't scared. Uh, and then he swings at Asher. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm scared. <laughs> And he crits. He slams you with the mace, smashes right into you. Uh, Four. Did I? No. Oh, he's hitting you with darts. Uh, 18 damage. Jeez Louise. My gosh. Oh, uh, it's all at four. Really? Okay, so yeah, he slams you for 18, and he just roars, like, right at you. I mean, I deserved it. You did say you weren't scared of him. Um, I know. Go ahead, Asher. Challenge accepted. (laughs) I weep. Um, I just take a whole full action to just cry. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm currently locked with this dude, right? So I can't if I can't take like a five foot step back and then cast a spell or. Correct. It'll take you a full action to disengage. To disengage, and so even if I try and heal, I have I open myself up for critting. Right. Right. Or for for more damage. Oh, jeez, Louise. Um. Well, I hope that I just survive this round, and I think the most thematic thing I can do is fall into a flurry of rage, obviously. Okay. Um, so I use my first rage, baby's first rage. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't done this yet. Uh, do, do, do I get bonuses to hit or just damage? Uh, you, I'm sorry, I'm you're responsible for, for your rage, motherfucker. <laughs> Take responsibility. Uh, for your you're responsible for your rage. How many times do I have to tell you that you're responsible for your rage? <laughs> I'm the calmest rage in barbarian in the world. See, the, the joke there was that I was raging. Damage. That was it's the just rage. damage, and I can't cast spells. Whatever. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna swing at him with my scimitar. Plus one or plus five. Now. Plus one. Uh, 18 plus 5. I think I'm going to say I hit. You do? Woohoo. Um, so I get plus 2 bonus damage. Plus 1 damage for it being plus 1 and... No, no, you don't get damage. No no weapon damage on the plus 1. Oh, okay. It's only to so hit. I just get plus 4. A regular plus 4 to whatever this number is. 2, so 6. 6 damage. <laughs> okay, yep. You slash across him. He looks like he's in real bad shape. Yeah, that's right. Earth song tastes blood for the first time, um, yes. and becomes sentient and kills you all. <laughs> no, I'm just, what? <laughs> just kidding. I think it's uh, Dune song, but I think Earth song is better. Like, oh yeah, Dune song. No, no, you did name it Dune song. Earth song was what you picked the first time, and we both like Dune song better. Oh yeah, because Earth song is a bad Miyazaki movie. Earth sea. That's right. Oh wait, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Dune song. Dune song. <laughs> Dune song. It's fine. Everything's so. fine. Still a great episode. Um, the gob- <laughs> So the goblins attack. So at this point, we just have goblins left? Nope, that bugbear's still alive, just barely. Oh. Yeah, someone... I'm, they start I'm firing their bows over the bugbear. Uh, one shoots at Asher. Oh, jeez, I'm scared. And misses. Oof. One shoots at Genevera. And... Hits. Oh. His uh, arrow sinks into your leg and deals you some damage. I don't have my dice out. This is embarrassing. Uh, three damage. Okay. That's embarrassing. And then one that of them shoots the at um, Gibetto. No, it doesn't. But it misses. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> it shoots I'm at sorry. the wall. I'm sorry. Near it misses at you. I apologize. Hits. <laughs> okay uh next up is it's Jack. all about positive framing anthony <gasps> i got a seven uh seven to hit does not do it roll again i will try again another redeemer and <laughs> a 21 a little better 21 does do it damn dude nine nine damage Oh, yeah, that's enough. So you just uh, take the you you 
slash with the first blade, which he dodges, but just enough for you to catch him uh, with the second blade, slicing him open, and he just falls over dead. Damn. What color was that goblin? That was not a goblin. That was a bugbear. Oh. But all three bugbears are now dead. Yay. Hooray. All right, and that means that, Genevera, it's up to you with three goblins about 15 feet away from the group. Okay, uh, so can I just fire breath them? Are you they sure in, can. Are they close enough to... Okay, great. Fire. Okay. The, two, the, the blue goblin and the purple goblin keel over dead, no matter how much damage you just dealt. Um, because they don't have much life left. The red goblin, it looks like he was completely unaffected. Oh. Oh, I get it. The red goblin? <laughs> Correct. Was yes, unaffected really by fire? Weird? Correct. Wait, I thought you were lightning. You were lightning? No. No. Fire. no, you're right. no. Her sorceress, right? Yeah, sorcerer stuff is acid. Actual dragonborn stuff is fire. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Gillick. I will run up to the red goblin. And All right, go ahead. Bash him in the face. Bash away. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Fourteen will. Assist. <laughs> fourteen, you just barely missed the goblin. Ah, uh, damn it. Uh... go ahead. All right. Um. As a bonus action, can I hide and then try to stealth up to that guy and sneak attack him so that I get advantage? Sure, make a stealth check. All right. Uh, it is 17. He is distracted, and you stealth up to him for Perfect. advantage. And let's see. Uh, I've got a 19 to hit. That'll do it. Perfect. And I do 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 damage. So Gillick squares off with him and swings the hammer and kind of misses and goes over the head. And the goblin looks like he's getting ready to strike back against Gillick. And just my swishy bursts out from behind him and <laughs> right through him. Uh, I get splattered. Uh, he is dead. Yeah, uh, More like my squishy. Gibetto <laughs> winks at Gillick. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> so... Uh, he's trying to proposition oh. you. Um, I accept. <laughs> no, I just... So... <laughs> <laughs> Last time I, I, you know, I surprise killed someone, I winked at Lady J. And this time I'm winking at Gillick. So now that you guys sort of have a chance to look around the room, uh, you're in a round room. There's a staircase immediately to, your, to the right of the door that begins twisting around the inside of the room. Uh, and cut into the walls are like shelves. And they're filled with like dusty old tomes and strange like weird spell components um, and glass vials. There's a f- right sure strange right. little like teeth and weird feathers and stuff uh That's cut horrible. into the back cut into the back wall is a uh fireplace and on it is like a strange green liquid is like bubbling in a cauldron can i like can i take a look at the the liquid with my like knowledge of alchemy and try and figure out what it is sure um it smells super acrid uh which you know for the most part 
it either means this is like some sort of solvent to set up another uh, alchemical solution, or it could be a poison. Okay. From based off what you can tell. So I, I don't recognize it right away as being like alchemist fire or anything. No, okay. it's it's either not finished or a poison you don't recognize. Okay. Um, I'm gonna leave it leave it cooking then. Um, okay. And then I I want to loot the bodies. You find nothing. And I want to look around the room to find to like see if I can see something really kind of out there or like rare. Okay. Um, you don't see anything exceptionally rare. You see some things that you don't necessarily know what they're for. You've never used them in any sort of alchemy stuff or seen them used. Uh, but they don't seem especially rare. They just seem weird. Okay. Uh, I will note that the goblins are still glowing with their color. Okay. And there's it's nothing like, on them like that, like as a physical component to this thing? Like Correct. Then. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's um, weird. Kath cuts off something. <laughs> Did anybody look at you said, weird? Yeah. Anybody? I, I do. Alright. Uh, great. Where, what now, guys? Next floor? Is there stairs somewhere? Yes, there are stairs. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's anything in this room that's oh, going really to help us. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, I heal myself. Holy smokes. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah. Do you want some, some healing? Um, either, well, I can just use a uh, good berry and just, like, heal ten hit points and just mow on these berries. Save the combat. Because I can't use good berry in combat, so I'm like, well, just use it now. Oh, okay. Alright, all right, can I have one of those? They look good. Yeah, how many do you need? I, I make ten, and they all heal one HP. Oh, I don't, I don't need any. I just... Gebetto okay. likes the look of your fruit. Wink. <laughs> I, I, I did. No, guys, there's just something in my eye. It's all the dust in here. <laughs> I Okay. <laughs> I eat 10 berries. I feel very full. Okay, great. I have 14 HP. And I have one spell left. All right, so you guys head up to the second floor, right? Yeah. All right, so you head, up to the, you head up the twisting stairway, and you see a second room that's very similar to, to the first. The same bookshelves are cut into the stone, and the same staircase continuing to twist up and away, uh, heads to the next floor. However, in this room, there are six orbs sitting on pedestals, and each one looks different. Uh, around the room... Colors? Yeah, or, well, I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> around the room, uh, each one seems to be uh, full of... Oh, I'm sorry, here we go. Around the room, each crystal orb has a unique look. One seems to be full of twisting flames, and the air around it seems warmer than normal. Uh, one is seems to be covered in a sheen of frost, and the air around that is turning into a heavy mist that falls to the floor. One crackles with lightning that dances around the outside of the orb. Uh, one seems to be filled with a thick purple liquid and has a miasma of gas surrounding the base. One seems to be filled with bright, searing light. It's incredibly intense, and it's stronger the closer you get to it. Finally, the sixth one seems to be filled with a bubbling green liquid, and parts of the pedestal have been eaten away. They're still hissing and smoking. Does it look like the same liquid in the cauldron downstairs? No, this is different. Okay. Does Gibetto recognize the, the miasma of gas as anything that might be like tied to poisons that he's seen? From It definitely looks poisonous. Okay. So um... you guys so far have sort of been away from the orbs a little bit. 
Um, mm-hmm. No yeah, one wanna, has yet approached one. Right. I want to kind of check for for traps in the entrance to the room as we as we move in. You don't see any traps in this room. In the entire room? Cool. For Based off what you've seen, yeah. There doesn't look like there's any traps in here. All right, I'm going to walk up to the orb that has flames in it because that's the one that scares me the least. Okay. Um, as you approach the orb, you this the flames sort of like build the heat as you get closer, builds and builds and builds. Even though you're resistant to fire, you still feel like on inside you have to make a, a save against this. So make a strength saving throw as you approach. Nine. Okay. And that, uh, that adds, that's with your strength added to it? Oh, uh, no. Uh, yes, it's a zero. Okay, so <laughs> that, um, you feel like the orb rejected you a little bit in that moment. It pushed okay. you away. You can continue to try to push forward again, but you'd have to make another save. Okay, I'm gonna back up. Okay. I feel like this is less to do with the goblins and more to do with the alchemist. There's probably alchemist things. Right? Yeah, does anything in my background kind of clue me into what's going on in here? Can I get any sort of insight into it because of the fact that I studied alchemy for 30 years? Sure. You've never seen these before. However, the principles seem sound. Even though you've never seen anything like it, you can tell that these were designed with you know, different material components placed inside this crystal orb and treated to an alchemical process to trigger whatever it is these things are. Um, okay, so I can't it, I can't see if it like is going to give us resistance or if it's going to like cause damage. It's it's hard to tell. You can tell that these orbs are if you could bring yourself to them, you could attune to them in some way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was gonna suggest uh, maybe everyone pick one that like jumps out to them and see if they feel the same thing that I felt that there was a, a sort of rejection there. Yeah. Uh, fire, um, ice, lightning. Yeah. Jabetta walks up to the, um, to the ice one. Okay. So as you approach the cold one, um, you feel like she felt this wave of fire. You feel this wave of cold, re- like pushing you away, make an intelligence saving throw. Who's up for a cold yes, one? 24. Okay, yeah, so the the orb lets you come a little bit closer. You're still feeling this wave of cold, and you would still need to make another save, but you've begun to attune to it. Okay. I'm going to try So if get, you would like, you can make yeah. another save. Uh, 18. No, 19. Okay, okay. yep. It, again, brings you closer. It is not fully attuned to you, but you do feel like the orb is is letting you in. And 17. You place your hand on the orb and you feel like this cold wash over you, but in like a, it doesn't feel uncomfortable or like a negative way. Like you are definitely attuning to this cold energy. Um, And the rest of you, you watch as he touches the orb. He starts to sort of glow with that blue for a second. And then it it, it sort of internalizes into him. Um, You now have resistance to frost, Gibetto. And you will... um, Yeah, you have have resistance to frost. We'll just leave it at that. 
Uh-oh. And you will die in 10 days. <laughs> Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Uh, whatever process they used to try to attune to the orbs, they didn't do it properly. And they have sort of... The, the power within you is emboldening you to strike down those who attune to the orb poorly. As you peek up the edge, you see three large gnolls. They look like they're, you know, beefy. Guys, I thought I had a really good idea and I don't.